I wonder, like, if like I could just see myself in college being like that guy that like runs up, pushes a skier out of the way, and like you know, like you never see like streakers um, at a at an Olympic event. Like, <laughs> Stoppers, the podcast where we try and stop the plot of a movie. My name is Pat, and with me is Mike. Oh, it is bobsled time, baby. Woohoo! <laughs> well, it is always bobsled time, but in this particular instance, it really is bobsled time. Um, do you want to explain the very special episode we have for our, our listeners tonight? <laughs> yes, I will, Pat. So... In honor of the Olympics, we're going to be doing Cool Runnings tonight. Woohoo! And what is Cool Runnings, Mike? Cool Runnings, according to Wikipedia, is a 1993 American sports comedy film directed by John Turlob and starring Leon Robinson, Dougie Doug, Raldi Dulles, Malik Yoba, and John Candy, which is his last movie released during his lifetime. Yeah. Wait, hold on a second. He yeah. died at he died after this? This was the last film he ever made? It's what it says. That's uh, what it says here. I know I don't know when he passed away. We could check. Hold on, let's see. It's nineteen ninety three. Oh I didn't after mean to cut I didn't mean to cut off your uh everyone's oh, disappointed about that. But it's uh March fourth, nineteen ninety four. So um Oh it says Canadian Bacon came out. Uh, he probably filmed that before he passed. Well, obviously, thanks, Pat. <laughs> I don't know. They had a big budget for that film, so maybe they were able to like pull some strings. It was deep fake John Candy. <laughs> I know. Actually, it was still John Candy. I believe it's really John Candy in that film. Uh, I think it is, too. <laughs> I hope it is. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't have really the dates here, but. All uh, right. Yeah, it's, uh, that's what it says. I didn't realize that either. Honestly, I I just thought he kind of fell off fell off the face of the uh, the movie Earth. And then he well, passed. I mean, he did. I mean, you know, he had a slight case of death, unfortunately. And then, oh, I yeah. see. I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So, <laughs> all right. So, just continuing on, in case anyone is not aware of what this movie is about, it is loosely based on the true story of the Jamaican national bobsled team and their debut of competition during the '98. Winter Olympics. Cool Runnings was released in the United States in 93 on October 1st to generally positive reviews, especially from one from yours truly. The film soundtrack also became popular with Jimmy Cliff performing cover Johnny Nash's I Can See Clearly Now, which I know you love to sing in the shower, Pat. It's one of my favorites when I am showering, yes. Yeah. Um, and it reached the top 40 as a single in the United States, Canada, France, and the United Kingdom. A very weird end to the uh, synopsis of, of the Wikipedia entry here, but okay, sounds good. They need, they ran out of things to talk about about the movie. Um, <laughs> so wait, 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 you, what year did they do the Olympics? Because you, I think you said 1998, but the movie came out in 93. Didn't it? Oh, did I say 98? 1988. Okay, I was like, wow, so this movie predicted that Jamaica would have a bobsled team. I was like, wow, that's amazing. Um, you know, and to be so spot on, you know, with the uh, with the facts, it's just amazing. <laughs> yeah, good catch for, for me there. For my no, I just, I, I thought it might have been a Wikipedia typo, so I, I just wanted to clarify for our listeners. Yeah, uh, well done, well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay. So I, uh, uh, one, I love this movie. I just watched it regardless of the podcast. I just put it on a couple of weeks ago when it came through on Disney plus. And I was like, I have to watch this movie. I love this movie. What, what, why does this movie hold such a special place in your heart? Um, is it because you're Jamaican? Is it your uh, love of bobsledding? I mean, in general, I think we all know of your affection for winter sports. Um, <laughs> I have a long list of Olympic movies that I love. I'm drawn to the Olympic rings, Pat. I think that's part of it, for sure. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I think that's part of it. Um, And I don't know. This is one of the... I'm 93, so I'm 
I don't know, 12 or 13 at this time. Um, so really any movie that was good feeling, I liked. So right. it brings me back. Yeah. All right. Uh, so this is a piece of nostalgia for you. Yeah. Sports. It's fun. You know, all the things. So for me, that's a, that's a winner. All right. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. How about you? Do you remember watching this when it came out? I do. I do remember watching it. Um, I uh, actually saw, well, I don't know if it was the actual sled. Um, it might have been a replica, but if you do travel to Jamaica by plane, um, the sled is hanging in, I guess, the lobby of the airport, uh, which was very cool to see. Um, and I, you know, I had a moment. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a sled from the movie. It's cool runnings, you know. And um, again, it might not be the actual one. Um, might be like, you know. But in any case, you know, a little piece of history, nostalgia all rolled up into one, you know, before you, you know, you, as you as you enter Jamaica, which I thought was kind of neat. Yeah, that is neat. And, um, uh, my own quick story about that is when I was in Jamaica on the beach in one of the in front of one of the bars, they had the bobsled, which I said was one of the bobsleds that they used. I can't remember if the team or if the movie used used it. And I sat in it and I took a picture. Oh wow! It was, wow. A, it so was you, very rusty, but I sat wow. in it. Yeah. So you were you you were you were like part. I mean, this thing was like you know, like just a on display as it would be in a museum. You you went on the Cool Runnings ride. Not even it was just on the sand sitting in the huh. beach. Like someone so just the, had yeah. thrown it away. Yeah. So the first thing I did was I got in there and I tightened the bolts on the inside. Oh good. Well, that's very topical, right there. <laughs> I see what I see what you did. Yeah. Yeah, you know. So, have you been watching the Olympics since you know this is why we're doing this because it's a very special episode because we're honoring our our athletes uh, around the world uh, who are competing in uh, Beijing, yeah. China right now. Yeah, they are. Uh, I watched some ski jumping. I watched some figure skating, and I watched some curling, but Perfect. not a lot. I have not been too into it, to be honest with you. Um. I I'm going to say I watched uh, ski jumping and I think I watched a little bit of uh, the women's ice hockey. And I think that is about all I, I, I caught. Um, yeah. And that was it. So, yeah, yeah. I just I just wanted to go watch cool runnings again. It's more fun. It is. <laughs> it is. So I had not seen this movie in quite some time. I bet, yeah. Uh, but as you said, it was on Disney Plus, so I I took full advantage of my subscription. Mm-hmm. I took a break from watching Star Wars, and uh, wow, yeah, threw that on. So yeah, big, big, big moment for me. I'm surprised they didn't call and said, "Is someone hacked into your whatever?" Yeah, there's means. been unusual activity on your account. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. We 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 didn't we haven't posted the uh, the updated version of Cool Runnings which has Darth Vader in it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. I, you're ahead of schedule on this one, uh, Pat. Um, no, I, I I enjoyed it. I had a good time watching it. Actually, I, it's it's funny. I was like, we're doing a plot stop on a movie that is based on a true story, and then I started to get feel bad about it. I'm like, oh, this is this is like about people's lives, and we're gonna make jokes about this. So. I did some research, which is Ooh. to say I did a Google search and, and read uh, a three paragraph article. <laughs> that's 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 research. I guess so. I guess yeah. so. I mean, it was it was the bare minimum, but it was research nonetheless. Um, apparently, according to one of the main participants on the Jamaican team, the movie is about one percent accurate. The only thing that actually occurred in real life that occurred in the movie was the crash at the end. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, that yeah. green lights all over the board and Pat plot stop away, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So along those lines too, I also, while watching the movie did maybe the same amount of research and I forget which um, athlete it was, but one of the guys that was on the team was in an interview a few years ago and was clearly calling out saying, Hey, this is a Disney movie. We know how this goes. 
He's like, but they captured the spirit of like the idea of what was going on with this ragtag team and competing in the Olympics. So I think this is kind of what we expect with Disney stuff. And, and so we don't necessarily need to trash it on the idea that they think the audience is stupid. We know what we're getting into when we're watching a Disney true story movie, right? I don't, th- you know what? I, I don't, I, I think you can probably remove Disney and say most films that start with like <laughs> sure. based on true, a true story sure. or based on actual events. Sure. Sure. Those actual events are uh, like the jumping off point. Yeah. You know, I mean, so I expected when I expected a little more than one percent. When I read that, I was like, "Ooh!" <laughs> I was like, "Okay." Yeah, and, they had proper funding and all these things, and and it wasn't just uh, uh, working out on dirt fields. But they did train. I think they went from no bobsledding experience to being in like Lake Placid, or I think they even trained in austria for some amount of time in like six months like there's no there was a really short time period before they were actually competing um i read that right which you know what that is impressive but they're they're athletes they're also um you know what i mean they're in amazing condition you just said you're in jamaica right i was not i'm not there now okay but when I was there, I remember being drunk on the beach and yelling at one of the people at the resort who was showing me how to like windsurf. And I threw my drink down and I was like, you know, clearly hammered. I'm like, God damn it. The guy's name was Alex. And I was like, do any of you fucking guys, does anyone on this island not have six pack abs? <laughs> I, was, I was so fucking mad because I'm sitting there all like like bloated on my like like my seventh fucking Bloody Mary and it's it's yeah. like you know come on Mr. Patrick let's get you on this I was like are you, ser- yeah. are you trying to kill me dude <laughs> right. Right. in any case so aside from being superb athletes these guys are all Jamaican so they're like born they're born like just amazing athletes the, and I, no matter how I say this, it's going to sound like I'm an asshole. They're bobsledding. They're, which, remove the bob. They're sledding. They're going down a pipe. And the key to this is, you know, do your best to not crash into the fucking wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? I've got, I've got a 15-year-old who can pick up a video game in about five minutes. I guarantee you, give him six months and three really fast Jamaican guys and he can drive that thing down the hill just as well as they could. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sure. <laughs> Meanwhile, right now I was going to say half of Switzerland's losing their mind, but if we have one person from Switzerland listening at this moment, I will happily apologize to that man. <laughs> Especially the slow clapper from the movie. Yeah, maybe he'll be, maybe he'll be pissed. Wasn't that the angry German villain guy? Maybe he was German. Sure. Yeah. It was possible. So, um, yeah, so even along those lines of them being great athletes, I have a a buddy who can be a primary source for this. He is Jamaican. Okay. So when I watched the movie that day, the next day on chat, I was just like, hey, man. I was like, talk to me about cool runnings. He was like, okay, here we go. So Uh-oh. he was probably, he was living there at the time when, it, when the team went to the Olympics. So he was like, first of all, uh, they show the the opening 100-meter race in their like dirt field is where they were competing right when they fall down and this is kind of what everything gets started uh-huh um and he was like uh yeah jamaican's a world-class sprinting nation like we have stadiums and proper facilities <laughs> well they were running they were running on a track i thought oh no they were running they, on like a was. dirt road yeah <laughs> It was really bad. Oh, that's right. Okay, no, I remember there. There was like dust up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. This is so he was like stuff like that going on, but he's like he remembers it for sure. But it was I just thought that was funny when he was like immediately like, come on Disney, like we don't have we're not like you know this like really this podunk sprinting nation like these are serious athletes that compete on the you know the best in the world. They they currently hold the the world. Isn't Usain Bolt? Like they retire. The, I don't know. I'm not up on my sprinting, Pat, but he was. I mean, maybe maybe this past year. We'll have to fact check. We'll have to yeah. fact check that one. But I mean, yeah. 
yeah, we're all aware of the Jamaicans. Um, they're 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 fast people. They are. <laughs> yeah, and and well funded and all these things for their sports. But again, Disney just making them look like they're these impoverished people. Nonetheless, right. Um, uh, can I can I ask a question about your your friend? Sure. Six pack abs. Sometimes and sometimes not. Oh, like when he's got a shirt off flexing in front of you and there and his stomach is oiled. No, I think it's more like he's like, oh, I got to start working out again. And like four months later, he's in like he looks like he's 20 years old again. Right. So yeah. when he says he's got to start working out again, you can only see like, what, five of his abs. I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I got some photos. I'm standing. I'm standing by my theory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone in Jamaica has six pack abs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, you've heard it here first, folks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's right. a yeah. so that is that is a really that is a really good uh, good point. Uh, what else? What else did he have to say about Cool Runnings? I don't remember. Oh, I was gonna say like the terrible story. I don't. That's all I remembered is that. No, no, it's actually pretty good. Like, <laughs> like, the, like the movie hasn't even really begun, and he's already offended by Disney. Which, he didn't say he was offended. He was just saying that's not how it was. No, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm all, I'm all on board with that. Yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, do you, you know, I mean, do you want to talk any more about the movie, or do you want to, you want to slam the brakes on this motherfucker? <laughs> uh, let's see here. I think there were some highlights that we talked about just very briefly. The slow clap started here. I, I, I don't remember which movie started the slow clap, but for me. This was one of the first that, that I saw being a kid. I'm sure it's happened in the 70s or something, right? Um, did Rudy come out before this? Oh, it's like the same time frame. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I, and it was this. Your the slow clap is definitely like a. Uh, <laughs> that's like a. It's it's always it's always affiliated with like a sports film or something. Like, you know, it'd be funny. It's, it's probably like Jean-Claude Van Damme kickboxer, like at the end after he beats Tung Po. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then, yeah. Like, everyone in that like underground fight club is like, they all start, they all start slow clapping for him. <laughs> <laughs> how, how heartbreaking would that be for you? Yeah, it would be. It would yeah. be. <laughs> it, it seems like I'm doing very quick research here. Uh, I don't know. The very first thing that comes up is the movie Lucas. That's the first slow clap. 1986 introduced the slow clap. I don't know if this is true. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm sure Charlie Sheen. It's probably a Charlie Sheen movie. If it's not this one, it's got to be Red Dawn. So you know. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> so there's plenty of research that everyone can do. Please hit us up on the Twitter and let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Fill us in. And let us know. Slow. Let us know if you have six pack abs also. Yeah, pictures are welcome. Yes, please. Preferred, actually. One ab at a time, and we'll stitch them together. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, aside from that, uh, I think um, one other thing that I did want to look up was uh, where they treated um, with some major hostility from the other athletes. And for some reason, I don't know if it's because I'm naive, but I thought like this doesn't just doesn't seem right that they would be treated with this much hostility. And sure enough, the the gentleman who gave the interview um, had said, no, everyone was really friendly and they were kind of celebrities and it was hard to get around because they had, were drawing so much attention. But he said everyone treated them really well. So that was obviously just added into the movie to create some drama and some villains and all the things. Um so that was another thing that I picked up on, but the rest of it, uh, as far as training montages and then getting started, making mistakes, then seeming like they're getting ahead, and and then of course a big crash, all very good, and I just enjoyed it really much every minute of the movie. Yeah, I I did too. It's a fun it's a fun story, as it even if even it is, if it is completely fabricated, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, if they if they told the actual tale, it probably would not have been as entertaining, and maybe the crash at the end would have been like, ugh, you know. I'd be curious to see how the Swiss did that year. I um, guess we could look it up. We could go probably watch it on YouTube. Yeah, couldn't I mean, have done I that think, in 1993, Pat. Uh, no, no, YouTube was not available until '94, I think. Um, yeah, so, I think you're right. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I wonder, like, that was also kind of a funny thing, too. I was like, I, I was like, this is the Olympics. Like, these are the, these people are not only the best athletes, I, I imagine they're like the best people. They're there to represent their country. I, I don't care how good of a bobsledder you are. I have to think in Germany, they'd be like, listen, we've, we've still got a pretty shitty reputation for some stuff we did a few <laughs> decades ago. I don't think we're going to send you because you're kind of a dick, you know, uh, maybe, uh, I don't know any, I don't know any athletes. I am sure like all groups of people, there were some good ones and some really shitty ones. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm, uh, yeah, yes, I don't, of course. I don't think they're all like the nicest, you know, scorifying people, but who knows if there are any athletes listening, please hit us up. Okay. So did that, tell me, did that German guy remind you of Donald Logue from, uh, the Patriot, like just hounding the black guy <laughs> the bit. entire movie. And then a at the end, bit. he's like, see you in four years, Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. Yes. But I, mean, I almost I, want that guy sitting over my shoulder when I'm working just to keep me motivated. Right. Like just to just yell at you and make yeah. you feel like crap. Like you could yeah. be doing so much better if you were German. Like, yeah. Like, oh, know. nice email, man. Yes. Great grammar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you sent that with so many spelling errors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he should be the spell check. You just get slapped. He slaps you every time instead of a red line. He just slaps you. Yeah, and then it, and then at the end of the day, you send like a really good email, and he's like, "Well done, Jamaica." Yeah. Who would want to end their day with a slow clap? Right. From or a German, at least a quarter, maybe a whole quarter every day. It might it might lose its effect. I think it would. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's all I really had for the movie. How about how about you, Pat? Anything else you want to cover before we get to stopping this uh, wonderful plot? Uh, no, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Like you know, I I enjoyed it. Um. Sport movies with me are hit or miss. Uh, some of them, some of them I like. Sometimes I feel like the 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 payoff is not worth what you have to sit through. Um, this one, like for for example, I think Rudy. I would tell anyone just watch like the last fifteen minutes of Rudy. <laughs> the rest of that movie, I'm like, holy crap, this is torture. My favorite you know? part is in the steel mill. That's my favorite part. Like when his father and brother are like disrespecting him again. <laughs> no, no. When like the doors blow off the thing and his buddy takes it in the face. Oh, does he die? Yeah. Uh, it's too bad. Yeah, it's too bad. You know. Well. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, <laughs> you should you should watch not a, not another teen movie. It's like a like they make <laughs> fun of that so many times. They make fun of Lucas. Mr. T is great in that, by the way. <laughs> okay. That's probably never been uttered ever. On a, on any, <laughs> but he was so good in that. Um, no, but I I enjoy this. I, it kept me entertained. I really like the characters. Um, yeah. You know, there was obviously some tension between them. You know, which we can get to in a little bit. But yeah. um, they grew together. I, it was it was good. It was yeah. good. Check all and the boxes for me. John Candy's always had a special place in my heart. Yeah, he's great. Uh, I he does really, look alike, so that's part of it. Well, yeah, I mean, I I probably have a few pounds on him. I definitely have more pounds on him than he does now. Um, but sure. uh, you true. know, that was that was heartbreaking when he when he passed away. It was. Uh, it was yeah. only forty four. Yeah, yeah. Which is you know incredibly sad. But the I mean, yeah. what a what a life that guy led, man. Holy yeah. crap. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Um, so you know what, and I guess it's 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 also touching that you said this was his like last film. So um, you know, but anyway, you know, sorry, John, we gotta we gotta dishonor you a little bit today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all in good fun. Yes, of course. Well, we'll uh, see. You yeah. might you might find what I have to say very offensive, but we'll find <laughs> out. I usually do. So, uh, <laughs> all right, so. Why don't you kick it off? Why don't you take your shot at stopping this thing? All right. I have a feeling that you and I are probably, I have two. My first one, I think you and I are going to have the same exact one. Oh, um, okay. All right. I'm willing to bet on it. 
And we are going to go back to that well-manicured dirt track uh, that your Jamaican friend is so fond of uh, that is utilized in all Jamaican sprinting sports um, as they prepare for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. During the race when uh, Doris Jr. and Yule were running and they were when that when that sprint started, they were one, two and three. Yeah. And then Junior lost his footing, tripped, yeah. and he took out Yoel Brenner and Darice simultaneously, and all three of them fell to the dirt. Yes. In this plot stop, Junior does not trip. Darice, Junior, and Yule finish one, two, three, uh, and they make the Jamaican team as sprinters, and they go on to the Olympics. And that is the end of your movie right there. <laughs> yes. So is there anything that you would have done differently for him not to be tripping? Like, Or is it just, I'm not going to, he's just not going to trip. He's just not going to trip. Okay. And he's going to, because they were all running really well. Yeah. Um, And because of that one little misstep, he... He fell and took all three of them out. The qualifier in the beginning of the race says the four fastest runners would make the team. Mm-hmm. So they, I think all three of them would have made it. Uh, and I think they would have made it easily. They were running really, really well. Um, so I, I am, I'm standing by that and they all make the team and Bob sledding never even enters the equation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so you're right. We are at the same spot. So my stop is a little different, though. Okay. It's at the same spot. And I guess it's an obvious thing because the whole movie happens because they fall. Right. Okay. So when I was watching this the first time, I was thinking, well, if someone just takes out three other runners, shouldn't the race stop? Right. So, So this is more of like uh just a problem with the plot so i did a little research pat oh and according to iaaf competition rules lane infringement 3a on all races run in lanes each athlete shall keep within his allocated lane from start to finish this shall also apply to any portion of a race run in lanes so part B here says in all races or any part of races not run in lanes, an athlete running on a bend on the outer half of the track is per rule 162.10 or in any curved part of the diversion from the track from the steeplechase water jump shall not step or run inside the curb or line marking the applicable border. Okay. The inside of the track, the outer half of the track, any curved part of the diversion from the track or the steeplechase water jump. So part four an athlete shall not be disqualified if he is a pushed or forced by another person to step or run outside his lane or on inside the curb or line marking in the applicable applicable border. The impeded runner will probably ask for a re-race for an autumn or for an automatic qualification, and the committee will s- study the single case. So in my case, Darice would have certainly asked for a re-race in a committee. There would have been some hearing. They would have been like, sure, no problem, man. You're obviously one of our fastest that we have. Therefore, we're going to send you to the Olympics. That would be my, how I would stop the plot. Just ridiculous that you can just fall and take everyone out. And all of a sudden, their hopes and dreams are are ruined, and the team is weakened. Like The whole idea is to send the best team we can to the, to the Olympics. Right. Um, you know what? I, I, I like what you have to say. I really like the fact that you researched this and I thought, I thought a couple of things that were unusual about this. Okay. Why they, they keep using the term that they were disqualified. They weren't really disqualified. They just lost. Like they didn't win. Right. Yeah. So that doesn't disqualify you. That's called not winning. (laughs) You know, I think they were disqualified though, because they were fell out of their lanes. Oh, okay. I, I wouldn't really think it would matter because, you know, they yeah. they they fell. Yeah. Um, the 
the disqualification also is kind of, to me, seems a little silly. And I don't think it applies here because the guy tripped. And, yeah. you know, it's not as though he ran out of his lane intentionally. He fell and right. fell into the lane. So it wasn't... Right. I don't think it was like blatant disregard for the rules. I think no. he had an accident. Um, yeah. And if I can interpret this rule correctly, if he had fallen and stayed in his own lane, he just loses. There's no disqualification. But since he left his lane, caused Doris to fall. And I forget now the order. And was Sanka also running here? He's the box. No, no. He was Sanka was the go kart guy. Yeah, it's all Yulebrenner was the other runner. So they all kind of impeded each other outside of their own lanes, therefore would count as a well to me, I guess what would happen would be uh Yulebrenner and Doris would have been able to um ask the committee for either a re race or just to be automatically qualified. But Junior out. He's out in my in my plot. He's done. Um, but Yule and Doris make they, it to the Olympics and yes. the team, and then there's still no bobsledding. Junior goes to work at the investment bank um, in New York City. I think that's where his dad got him a job, right? Yeah, or the other part of this is Junior decides to fund the bobsledding team. Oh. Which he kind of does anyway, right? He, sells he definitely does, yes. Yes. Yeah. So I think there's still a chance for the whole bobsledding team to still make it. It's just not going to be Yule Brenner and Doris will not be a part of it, which would make the team probably weaker. Uh, yeah, I think you need Yule Brenner. He's <laughs> yeah, I think that so guy too. was a tank. He was. He was awesome. Um, the here's another thing, and and again, this is you know now we're we're speculating. Yeah. I don't think the um, Jamaican team would hang their Olympic hopes on one race. I think they probably would have done like, you know, three best times, you know, maybe uh, several qualifiers, um, not just like one race, 12 guys. Here it is. I mean, maybe they're, that that's how they got to that point. You know, we just didn't see that lead up. Um but in this instance, it was like one race, you know, they had their shot, they missed their opportunity, and it was like, oh, I'll come back in four years, you know. <laughs> right. I mean, it could have been the final heat. They didn't really make that clear, though, right? We don't know. It's not, right. It seems like it was only one race. I agree with you. Yeah. So, and, and I'm, you know, we're we're both saying the same thing there. Yeah. It could have been like the final final, but they, I got the impression that this was like the first, the first race and only race. I agree. It feels like it's, right? it feels like there was only one race and they're like, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like what if like, you know, you seen both like got caught in traffic and he showed up like, he was like, ah, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I guess that can happen though. Right. I guess. But yeah, I think there are plenty of safeguards put in to send your best team uh, to the Olympics, I there's probably some kind of international. I mean, from the rules I just read, the IAF. I guess if you want to send a team to the Olympics, you have to follow the protocol, and all the countries probably have to have a certain kind of qualifying setup. You can't just keep running until like you make the team, right? There has to be some structure, but they probably do it in a way that makes sure that I even guess if someone if has a bad want, run, right? You could yeah, have anybody I, you want, right? It's your team. You could do whatever you want. Well, I think they have to run qualifying races. I don't know though. It's a good question. I don't really know. What I mean, do I know? Yeah, it's been it's been a while since you and I have run Olympic trials. Um, you know, it has been, which is also why I, I've always thought of: is there some small country with no, uh, no athletes for any sports at all, unknown, and I could just go there and be like on the ping pong team or something? I think you totally could, provided you. I think you either have to relocate and live there for a year. Um, Cause I've heard of that before. Mm -hmm. um, I forgot what sport it might've been. It might've been hockey. I think, no, it, or maybe it was baseball. Some dude moved to Italy and he was like an okay baseball player, let's say. Um, and I'm, I'm speaking hypothetically here, but he lived in Italy for a year and he was like the greatest baseball player in all of Italy, <laughs> you know? And they were like, dude, you're totally on the team. It's like you making pizzas at first base. And he was so good. Yeah. And I think maybe, maybe he had like, you know, like, his his mom was like you know bumped into an italian man once on you know delaney street or something in manhattan <laughs> or delancey 
No, I think he, I think he did actually have like some Italian in him. Um, insert joke here. Uh, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I but, think I want to. We should do a live show on Delaney Street. I'd like yes. to do that. <laughs> but no, I think I think there. It all depends on the country, you know. Like, and I guess. Yeah, I'm if sure. you wanna, if if you're decent enough, like sure, like who wouldn't want to have like you represent a country, you know, in badminton, you know, or totally, like that, you know, or even like the shooting. I think I could do the shooting. Like they just stand inside, they shoot. Like it's almost like the it's almost like the pellet guns at the at, at, at like uh, you know, the boardwalk. I so wait, if you were to compete in the Olympics, yeah. Would you do summer or winter? And you could do both if you want. There's no. Well, I guess it depends on the event. Like I'm certainly not doing. Well, that's going to be my follow-up. Like, luge. I'm not doing that thing. You know, I've got to be able to qualify and survive. But are there any indoor ones? I feel like there aren't, and maybe there are indoor ones in the Winter Olympics that are just like you know really no. There's really no physical ability. Maybe there's coordination, but there's no stamina needed. You don't have to lift anything. I don't know enough of the events. Maybe curling. If I could get good at curling, I would do that. I think, actually, that one you'd probably be great at. I mean, it's not too far from bowling. It's similar to um, shuffleboard. You know, if you, yeah. play, if you could do that, if you could do that event with beer in your hand, I bet you'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> I'm good at sweeping. Yes. I get like 80% of the crumbs when I sweep up. Dude, that's that, that's the gift right there. Yeah, I think you found your event. Yeah, what about you? What, what would you? Are you trying out for soccer? Is this what you're doing? No, no. For pure comic factor, and just because I'd want to see what it would look like, I would do ski jumping, and I would not even try it until the day of the event. <laughs> <laughs> I would straight yeah. up go and represent like Qatar, and um, just throw me out there, put a flag in my ass and send me down that thing and just see what happens. I can't imagine what would that, what do you really think would happen if they just strapped two skis on you, put you at the top of that humongous ramp. And you could, I feel like I would get to the edge and just fall right off of it. Cause I wouldn't be committed to the whole speed. I wouldn't be able to get like lift myself. I would probably just fall right off the ramp. I first of all, I don't have the flexibility to do that full forward facing that thing full that they do. Yeah, yeah. So if Timing I it perfectly, yeah. yeah, if I somehow manage that, I would be going down that thing like standing up straight. I would look like <laughs> like a I would look yeah. like a gingerbread man with skis yeah. on. And I really think, <laughs> I mean, I would probably be soaked with urine at the very least before I left the ramp. I think there would certainly be shit in my pants by the time I landed. And I'm going to say at least a broken bone, if not multiple compound fractures. Um, but, dude, that, tell me that video is going viral. I mean, I'm I'm going to be like a YouTube star overnight. <laughs> For sure. Seriously. First time <laughs> ski jumper. Just call me Crash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I just think that would be hilarious. Yeah, it would be. It would be. That would be. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. So we're both going to the Winter Olympics. Well, hopefully we go to the same Olympics so we can hang out. Yeah. Well, I mean, before the event, because I don't think I'm going to be doing them much after. You know. Yeah. Definitely pre-event hangouts. That's but I mean, think about it. How cool would that be if I stuck the landing? You know. And then. Oh my God. You'd even if hero, I did. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. In Cutter, you'd be a national treasure. Seriously. Oh my God. Everybody would be like all over me. I, yeah. I would be a hero there forever. I'd never yeah. have to pay for a drink in Qatar ever again. I don't think you can drink there. Well, like I was saying, you know, <laughs> I, I, rest, I rest my case. <laughs> so, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. I'd love to also just like like stick the landing and then just walk up and be like, "And you trained for this for four years, uh, you know, like kind of shine on like all the Norwegians." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. See you at the bar. <laughs> all right. All right. So we've stopped the plot at the same spot. Yes. I almost feel like if you've watched this movie and on your own haven't thought this is 
ridiculous that this race this ends like this and this happens to these. If you don't feel that way, then I don't know what you're doing. You have to reevaluate things. So I have one more. Yeah. And right. I'm going to do something that has never been done on our show before. I am going to stop this plot before this movie even starts. Oh, all right. Well, how does this? Okay. Is so production yeah. meeting, you mean, or what? What's going no, on? No, 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 no. This is this is within the story. Okay. Okay. This is within the story. Well, okay. this is within the story that Disney has crafted. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, one of the reasons that our coach, uh, that played by Joan, John Candy, Coach Irv, is in Jamaica. Mm. Mm-hmm. was because he was disgraced in, I think, the 72 Olympics? For what uh, reason, Mike, see, do you right remember? Again. He cheated by putting weights in the sled. Okay. You're with me now. Yeah, I'm with you. In this plot stop, Coach Irv does not cheat. His team may or may not medal, but he was a man of honor in this plot stop, and he wanted to do it the right way. And even if his team didn't win, he still remained an integral part of the U.S. Federation of Bobsledding. Never went to Jamaica looking for sprinters. So, yeah, in this plot stop, let's say the movie does happen as is. I actually would think this movie doesn't happen at all because John Candy's not in Jamaica. But in this in this particular plot stop, let's say the race does occur, Junior trips, and Derice and Yul Brenner fall down as well, and they're all disqualified. They got to wait four years until the next time trial, where they may or may not make it. Yeah, that's it. So preemptive plot stop. It's a preemptive that's plot a, stop. I that's like a, it backstory plot stop it is it is never been done first time that's like me <laughs> jumping for guitar mike <laughs> yeah it just absolutely. happened yeah yeah and i think it's I mean, it falls within our rules too it's yeah in this it's still within the story universe it is i mean according to disney you know it happened yeah it did it did it did um all right well i think i think for sure uh, well, you know what? I'm not gonna give a I'm not gonna give a winner just yet. We're gonna say that for a little bit of the show. Okay. So there are some other parts of this though. I think that we like to talk about where just a plot still does move along, but what are, what are some other things that were unnecessarily in there that uh, could have made things a little easier for our heroes? Um, I definitely think the the country could have supported them a little more. Um, you know, maybe funded them, helped them with their training a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, again, the, the concern about them being made fools of legitimate and also mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. John Candy's character, coach Irv, you know, because of the aforementioned cheating was not exactly a man of high credibility. So their, you know, their concerns were not without legitimacy in least in the context of the film right because i think they were pretty well supported in the re- in the real in the real story right oh yeah no right? I'm, talking, I'm talking about the disney world now just the disney world so yeah, yeah. um yeah i i think so i think there was uh uh enough of a reason for them to think they were going to be humiliated but also um what a bunch of jerks let, let these guys go have some fun and chill out loosen up um yeah i i think so um one thing one thing a big thing for me was where another critical point in the plot was i i think they ran one of their one of their qualifiers or maybe they did run their qualifier um and then uh old coach guy let's see who that is let me see uh, i have this cast in front of me Oh, I don't remember his name. Do you remember the name that um, Candy is? It's old. His old coach. Oh, Kurt. Kurt Hempel. Kurt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, okay. All right. Kurt Hempel here, played by Raymond Barry. So Kurt um, calls Candy up, or they send him a letter saying that they changed the rules, and you needed to have competed in another international event besides the Olympic trials. Okay. And therefore, he's kicking them out. Yeah. 
so for me this was a point of the plot was like get get the fuck out of here like they, for all intents and purposes candy's done all the things you needed to do to get them registered knew all the rules they let them sign up and compete in the qualifiers now you're meaning to tell me there's these these guys in a boardroom are just deciding like no you guys got to go home like that's ridiculous right so for me that wouldn't have been a part of the plot at all it would just would have just they just would have qualified that's you know what and and i'm gonna throw i'm gonna pull the weak writing card on that one that's a that's a bad guy tactic when (laughs) you are concerned that the team competing has a legitimate chance to win the jamaican team i mean based on what we saw they were not gonna they weren't even gonna podium i mean i didn't i didn't have any sense whatsoever that they were gonna they were gonna win yeah um you know I mean, it, it looked it looked like it on that final run, but they showed nobody anything to the point where he'd be like, "Oh yeah, we got to get rid of these Jamaicans. They might they might beat our Swiss team, and that would just be, you know, egregious. We yeah. can't allow that." Yeah. So, like that part, I thought was just like it was over the top, and it was I, over the top. Didn't yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah, it was unnecessary. Yeah, you get a big speech from John Candy though. You do, and it was good. Um, that was a good speech, you know. Um, okay, so that's one thing. Uh, one thing that I just want to comment on that should not be stopped is the bar fight. It's fucking amazing. It's uh, an amazing bar fight. Okay, this is another. This is another great, great situation. Would you ever like? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to Yul Brenner. That guy, that guy looked like he could just destroy he could probably beat the shit out of jack reacher and the german guys walking up and making fun of his teammate who was a little fella right in front of him they've been yeah. like um no no this isn't happening i'm sorry you know, i have to kick, kick your ass german guy like you know and he did end up beating the shit out of him you know later on <laughs> so it's like, yeah like what are you doing yeah, yeah i like the jack reacher reference by the way yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking about that a lot lately. <laughs> Have you been watching the new show? No, there's a show. Oh yeah, there's a new show on Amazon. So it's it's funny. You'll get you'll get my point, but the the new Jack Reacher looks like he could bench press 500 pounds. Oh and damn! There's, okay. There's a couple scenes in the show where, like a group of a group of guys that are like smaller than uh, Ralph Macchio walk up to him to like fight him and. There was only four of them, and they were all drunk. I'm like, what are you, what are you guys doing? Like, you're not. Like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. He's going to destroy you. you know? <laughs> sure enough. Anyway, uh, you should definitely check that out. Um, uh, well, and I, I just quickly did a, a quick research, and apparently, the Jack Reacher author praises the recasting Tom Cruise for a taller actor. Pat, to follow your, uh, to follow your description of this guy. Um, oh no, I think the guy's fantastic. I really do like him. I just think, I, I think in that scene, anyone with even, even somebody without any common sense would go, Hey fellas, um, maybe we shouldn't pick on this guy. Oh, totally. You know, that's me with most people. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, generally like I don't wait outside somebody's hotel room and look to be the shit out of them. It just doesn't work. Yeah. But at least not since the eighties. So, but back to my point, like if Junior was sitting there alone, sure, I could see the German guy going over and giving him a hard time. But the, Junior's sitting next to Yul Brenner. <laughs> yeah. I'm hey, like, man, no, yeah, that guy's tough. He's a tough guy. You know, he's not backing down. Yeah, and he's, he's huge. Yeah. yeah, he's a big dude. And the German guy was like, you know, Ralph Macchio weight. Look at that. Two callbacks to uh, old podcasts in one show. I gotta win some sort of T-shirt for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I think we agree there. I think it was put in there obviously so Junior could find his, uh, you know, whatever his courage. Yeah, because we needed that later because go up of... against his dad, right? Exactly. Which is good. I thought that was all. I don't know. It seemed pretty reasonable for a dad to be controlling. If he's gonna be controlling, this is what's gonna happen. He's not gonna let his son go bobsled he was gonna let him run which i guess is okay bobsledding was not 
Is this is the I almost feel like the dad is anti athlete. But yeah, he kind of gave him the like we gave you a shot to try it and now your athlete days are over. It's time for you to be an investment banker, son. Yeah, fair enough. Those, yeah. those are also my choices as a young lad, Pat. Yeah. Well, I guess they had to give everybody their their character arc and, you know, conflict. You know, that yeah. was junior that was junior's actor's secret. <laughs> and also, uh <laughs> there's a couple things about the pre internet world, right? Um that wouldn't have happened if with, with internet, right? So one is Yule Brenner thinking that he's going to live in Buckingham Palace, which was not funny. It was kind of sad. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I think it really lays into him. Like, damn, man, like, chill out. So that wouldn't have happened. He would have looked that up on his own on the internet. And the and his dad having to read the paper to find out about this, you know. Um. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, the Jamaican paper obviously is going to show you know that's big news like look yeah. what's happening yeah. all right we have a bobsled team and oh by the way your son's a big part of it you yeah know? yeah so so internet days he would have that would, news would have uh, gotten to him much faster probably yeah 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 i mean especially i mean especially if he he's a banker he's going to be sitting in front of a computer all day long right you know yeah i'm sure he's be uh, checking some, stuff out yeah like a Bloomberg alert will come across like, you know, stocks up and Oh, by the way, your son's famous. He's a <laughs> famous athlete. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, <laughs> um, all right. So I, I don't think I've got anything else. That was the big thing for me was just the, uh, Olympic committee or whoever those assholes were changing the rules. After that, you know, they get their bobsled, they get uniforms out of fucking nowhere. But whatever, right? Um, like, I can't imagine you just call up Adidas and like, oh, can we get some new bobsled uniforms and just, like, ship them over here? Um, they would probably take months to, like, you know, get that stuff together in 1988. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Right? There definitely was no Amazon Prime back then. Yeah. And the um, bobsled itself, uh, you know, that's a pretty sweet uh, body job and paint job for the for three sprinters who were learning how to bobsled had the time to figure out how to bondo that thing up get it all nice and smooth and put an awesome paint job on it right yeah it really was nice <laughs> i mean the, well that's another there's another plot stop like what if his what if his uh his old olympic friend didn't have a uh, a practice sled to give them yeah. they never would have they wouldn't they wouldn't have been able to compete yeah going to the olympics without a sled was probably not the best choice for a coach Irv. He really was banking on a lot of assumptions there. Yeah, you're right. So that that is an obvious plot stop, actually. Yeah. So he goes, he meets with his old buddy, and his buddy's like, "No, I don't have a fucking sled. What are you talking about? We, yeah. we just got fucking sleds lying around." Yeah, we just came. We came with two. And, and isn't wait a minute. This be, is the this is the do. piece of shit that you guys practice on. <laughs> yeah, they're not practicing on that thing. And if they were, isn't the team gonna be like, "Hey, man, we're." Where's our sled? Yeah, where's, where's our, our practice, practice sled? sled? Right. Yeah, that's actually that's a great point too. Like, what if the team was like, you stole our sled, and then well, they the got kicked out of the sled? They're like, yeah, you're thrown out for that. He probably can't, you know, share sleds. Yeah, and then the other guy loses his job because because yeah, he's, that guy, yeah, yeah, that guy's life goes sad. down. Yeah, goes down the tubes. He starts he starts gambling on on horses in Jamaica with John Candy, and then <laughs> yeah, so maybe he goes to like. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he goes to, I don't know. What's a place that he would get banished to? I don't know. Like Philadelphia. He gets banished to Philadelphia. I was going to say, if, if you could, if, if you got banished from an Olympic sport, winding up in Jamaica, not that bad of a punishment. No. And also, mean, what's the banishment day, right? He's just, he could have just been on vacation, right? Didn't really make that clear. Did he own that bar that he was playing? I don't know. Or? I don't, that I don't know. Or was he just, yeah, I mean, he looked I think like, he was just there. But, I mean, he was hitting things with a pool stick, and, like, maybe he's been around long enough that they were like, oh, that's Coach Irv. He sometimes gets mad and swings his stick at guys who ask him about bobsledding. Coach will be coach, Pat. Yeah, you gotta let him, you got to let him go. Just got to yeah. let him do his thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so, um, all right. So, I think, I think we're at... I think we're at the end of uh, the end of like governing our plot here, and I think we can pick. I think we can pick the winner. We've got some tough, tough choices here. 
you know what? I think I we do, but I think the most logical one uh, is to go with the one that we we both pretty much yeah. chose. Um, yeah. It's right there in the movie. It's staring us in the face. It's it is super is the, easy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and it it it. I would say this: it stops the plot of this movie. Or puts it on hiatus for at least four years. <laughs> it does. Right? Yeah. There's no way around that. There is there is no way around that. You know, is, unless, yeah. you know, Disney did the, the old four years later, <laughs> you know, on screen. And then they cut back and they're all like, like, Yul Brenner's a little more, a little more bald. <laughs> <laughs> John Candy's John Candy's actually dead now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Maybe yeah, Candy doesn't make it. Okay, so if that is the case and this thing is stopped, um, yeah, what happens? What happens to our? I guess our four main characters. So if we have Yul Brenner, Junior, Sanka, Doris, and Coach Irv, these are the four that we have. Right, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five, excuse me. These five characters. So who do we want to talk about as far as what would their trajectory have been um, if the uh, bobsled team did not come around? Um, all right. I'm going to say, do you want me to read off what I think is going to happen and just go right through them? Or let's do it. Yeah, to... let's, yeah, let's do that. Okay. I think... Uh, Darice, while dejected, will eventually make the team. I think he will go back in four years and try again. Yeah, he seems motivated, organized, in good health. I yeah. Think. I, I agree. Um, regardless of whether or not, you know, John Candy decided to coach them, I think I think he would he would keep training, um, and I think he would eventually make the team. I also think Yul Brenner would have gone back in four years and done the same thing. I agree. I um, agree. Hey, why don't you why don't you take one of the next guys? Um, okay, so for Sanka, I think he does like a whole like Fast and Furious soapbox car like league thing. That's what I think. I think he Ooh. starts a whole a whole underground soapbox car. Is that what you call it? I think that's what it was. Yeah, soapbox car. Soapbox racing. He starts yeah. a whole underground soapbox car thing, and starts robbing banks. Oh, with this oh. crew. All right, you went. You went like, like that's a that's a that's like a whole another movie just on him. Yeah, I think it is. And the problem is though, he gets caught because the first. The first heist, they try to get away in soapbox cars, and the cops just, you know, are in cars. So they get caught. <laughs> they easily, they easily catch him. They easily catch him. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't really think that part of the plan out. Very no, well. they. I mean, they picked a bank on top of a hill, but it's still. Yeah, know. when they got to the bottom, the cops were waiting there. Yeah. It's <laughs> great. That's what I think happens to Senka. And I love Senka and he's a I just think, you know, he loses his egg. I think something happens and he turns turns dark. He breaks That's, bad. Pat, yeah. No, no, no. I uh, why not? Why not? I, it makes total sense. I do I, think I, yeah, good. No, ahead. I was going to say I think I think that happens um regardless because if we if we stop this plot um and they don't go well, actually if we don't stop the plot and, no, I'm sorry. If we do stop the plot and they do go to the Olympics, that's definitely happening. He's turning to a life of crime because his friend's <laughs> gone and he's all famous. Yeah. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, Therese, you got all this stuff. I don't have anything. I have to rob Jamaican banks now. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I like that a lot. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, I think that's what happens. Uh, as for Junior, um, yeah, I think he goes to work for his dad or I think he was going to go to Miami. And I still think he sticks he sticks in there with with athletics. So I think once he's in Miami, I think he starts investing in whatever the hell their MLS team is down there. Oh, yeah, I actually I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if like I'm sure Miami, Florida has any. Miami Fire or something. 
he could probably end up buying one of those like baseball teams, like the one that Derek Jeter bought. <laughs> the Marlins. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> Just like that you're like the team that Derek Jeter bought. That's funny. Yeah, I know. There's there's so many teams down there that nobody cares about. Like. <laughs> And the only thing they're famous for is beating the Yankees. I just can't remember their name. <laughs> yeah, very true. Very true. Uh, all right. So I think that's why I think Junior is is definitely investing in sports in some way. Okay. So you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on your. Um, what are we calling these, by the way? Because these aren't plus, plot stops. These are. I think these are. Um, I think these are what hap- Just what happens to the characters? Okay. So, yeah, I, I think we said like a where are they now kind of thing. Or where did they end up? Okay. That? So, I think I'm going to go with your Sanka turns into a Fast and fast and the Furious uh, bank robber. And he makes the mistake of robbing a bank that Junior is interning at. <laughs> okay, I like that. And Junior guns him down. Oh wow! It, yeah, during the robbery. This is um, dark. Well, he was wearing he was wearing uh, an old uh, soapbox helmet, so he didn't really know who he was. And actually, they never would have met one another had it not been for Doris. So Junior, they wouldn't know, you know each other. Yeah. Yeah. So Junior, Junior um, was just doing his job and wanted to protect protect the patrons at the bank. Yeah. Um, and had to had to unfortunately gun down Sanka. Oh, that could be the name of the movie. Gun Down Sanka? Yeah, it's not bad. No, that's a good name for a band, too. Huh. All right. Or, you know, it could be yeah. like, you know, too much. It sounds like you want too much, you know, instant coffee. <laughs> it might. Gun Down That Sanka. That's true. That's it's, true. It's delicious. Um. All right. So I think I think that's a pretty good I think that's a pretty good view of all the all the athletes. So um, what happens to Coach, Coach Irv? Yeah. I I just I don't think I just think he he just drinks. I just he's upset. He never finds anything else to care about and that's it. He drinks until the end of days. Yeah. It's bleak for coach. It really it really is. Yeah. You know, um he definitely I think Darice get definitely gives him purpose. I mean all all the guys do, but Darice is the one that recognizes like that he worked with his father, saw his father on the wall with, uh, you know, I guess skinny John Candy. Yeah. You know, and was like, hey, wait, maybe this guy can help me get to the Olympics, which, you know. Yeah, maybe. So maybe even Doris still reaches out to him and maybe becomes part. Isn't Doris a teacher? Um, Part-time teacher. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he has to go home and grade papers. Yeah, so maybe he brings him into the school and, like, helps the kids and maybe becomes a coach of the kids and gives them some, some purpose. Oh, that's very nice. I like that. Yeah. You're look at they you. Meet, they still meet, but they don't become Bob's. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's very thoughtful of you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of him, like just playing pool, betting on horses and drinking in a bar. Which sounds great. I don't see a huge problem with that. I, I mean, you're in Jamaica. I, I, yeah. Again, I'm going to keep going back to that. Like, um, <laughs> that place is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, you know, even though they don't have, uh, you know, paved tracks like your friend says they do, I still don't believe that. <laughs> uh, you know what? They do have amazing, amazing beaches. Uh, so um, I will stand by that, you know, but. <laughs> Yeah, that place. If I, I'm just saying, if 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 your life has fallen apart and you have nothing left and you wind up in Jamaica, you could do a lot worse. <laughs> you know what? So all right. So maybe this is what happens. Maybe Darice goes to Coach and says, "Hey, do you mind helping me train or something like that?" And Coach shows up at the track and is like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> you guys don't have like a track and running on dirt." And he figures out. A way to you know he he contacts junior and junior and junior you got to get we got to build a real stadium here for you guys to run oh i was gonna say he's the guy that invented asphalt and (laughs) yeah (laughs) or everyone in jamaica thinks he invented asphalt so he becomes rich and famous and 
then they all learn how to run on on ground and not dirt. I think so. Beautiful. Good. All right. I it's like really good. Yeah, I'll you've given him you've given him purpose again. Yeah. Look at yeah. you. You're 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 like a wish the wish maker. I'm a purpose giver. You really are. Really are. I, I'm taking away and you're you're just you're slapping my hand and giving it right back. I like it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, all right. So I think in the end here, um, one, we stopped the movie super early. Yeah. We're both winners here as we try to do. Um, yeah. But two, it's a tie. It's the first plot stop tie that we've had. Agreed. Yes. Well, you know, there are a lot of a lot of first times here, you know. I mean, it's like the two of us like tandem ski jumping for the first time together for Qatar. <laughs> that would be something. Yeah. Right. A tandem ski jump. I think I want to be in the back just just to let you know. I'll be back. I wonder like if like I could just see myself in college being like that guy that like runs up, pushes a skier out of the way and like, you know, like you never see like streakers um at a at an olympic event like you know how like you know how like if you're at a sporting event like there's always that douche that runs out onto the field well it's i think it's partially because like 80 percent of the winter olympics involve possible death yeah right so you don't it's just, i think this is your point as a streak you're not going to get in the way of any of this stuff but I mean, could you imagine some dude like pushing like you know the the Norwegian ski jumper out of the way and sliding <laughs> down that thing? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm imagining it right now. I could totally see it. It would be incredible. <laughs> it would be. I'm surprised it hasn't happened. I, I, well, am I guess you can't climb the whole thing. It'd be really logistically to be tough to streak at a ski jump. Yeah, we, I mean, there's a lot of things that would have to happen, but I think I think a crafty individual could definitely pull it off. You well, know, if there are any listeners out there who'd like to try it. Yeah. We encourage, we might be under investigation, you know, for Possibly. promoting, promoting misinformation. And yeah, we're going to get banned off of, uh, what is it? Spotify. Yeah. Uh, we're, on there. <laughs> we're coming after you, Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, cause some, somebody decided to, after listening to a podcast to, uh, <laughs> a couple of influencers said, Hey, Go down the ski jump naked. <laughs> and they listened. Hey, if we get two listeners out of it, it's worth it. I, I think so. I think we'll definitely pull. We'll pull. Some, we'll, I think we can get two out of that. Yeah, that would be our quote. Like, what? how do you guys feel about getting booted off? Like, we had two listeners. This is yeah. amazing. We're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Take it. <laughs> getting booted off Spotify. Yeah. I would have been it's like, you know what? The dream. Fuck Neil Young. His music sucks anyway. <laughs> I still don't know that whole story. It doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't but. matter. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Well, this is another winner, I would say, Mike. I would say so, too. We are getting, um, I think, more in tune with them one another. Um, but this, I think this movie was a special case. One, uh, because we're honoring our Olympic athletes, as mm-hmm. we said. Um, mm-hmm. It there were limited opportunities to really jam the brakes on this one, but, uh, I think <laughs> oh, nice pun. if they had yeah. brakes, it would have been, yeah, nice they, they, well, they did until the final race. Yeah, they did. Oh, they did. All right. Well, well another good episode in the books, Mike. Um, thank you everybody for joining us and we will see you next time on plot stoppers. (laughs) Thanks everybody. (laughs) Good night, Mike. You too.